Hey everyone, we're excited uh, that you chose to join us again. This is the second week of our little video experiment, really. Uh, mm-hmm. We're doing a sermon series called Under the Hood, and we're looking um, you know, at the mechanics of, of what makes this church a church and core values and all those type of things. So we thought it'd be neat, every core value that we cover, we thought it'd be neat to talk about in the context of uh, how that works out in a marriage and how that works out in raising kids. And so we've been married for a little bit and we have some adult age kids. kids. And so uh, we thought we'd just maybe speak into that a little bit. So hopefully this helps you. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm the pastor here at Hope Community Church. This is my wife. I'm Beth. Beth. And so we're going to start out with uh, this week. We talked about generosity on Sunday and we're not going to talk about money today. Um, there's a, there's a lot of people covering that. We want to talk about generosity in a different way. Paul writes about generosity in second Corinthians chapter nine, verse 11. He says, you'll be rich in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Paul was talking about generosity, uh, as far as finances were concerned, they were giving a gift to another church, but um, you can be generous in a whole sort of things. And I've, I've known people to be generous with finances, but pretty stingy in other areas. Mm-hmm. So we want to talk about generosity just to give you a quick definition. Why don't you, why don't you give sure. the definition there? Generous. So, so it is uh, liberal in giving open-handed and marked by abundance or ample proportions. I like that ample proportions part. I think that goes along with what you just said yeah. as far as some people can be generous with money, but not generous with their words or with their time yeah. or, or anything like that. So um, I like that part. Sometimes we give what we like. Most of the time, Most of the time I think. We Don't give you what think we it's like. easier? Yeah. yeah, it is easier. Yeah. Um, so there are a few times that... Um, you know, we, we give things that don't come natural to us. We're going to talk about that mm-hmm. for a second. Uh, once you, once you get into a marriage relationship or any, really any relationship, and we'll talk about kids in another video, but once you get into a marriage relationship, you start to realize that, that you start receiving and giving love in, in specific ways. Right. And, and, and if you've been, read the five love languages book and there's several other books that talk about that, but you really, you really have the capacity. Humans have the capacity to, to get love, Mm -hmm. to receive it and to offer it up or give it to other people. And so we want to talk about being generous when it, when it comes to those type of things. And, and, and we've been married almost 25 years now that will be in August will be together 26 years. Mm -hmm. And so, um, I think, you know what, the way I, receive love. Mm -hmm. And so I, when I receive love that way, I tend to give it that way. Mm -hmm. And then I think, I think I know what yours are. (laughs) I change them up. I don't really change them up. I just have a couple. I'm indecisive. (laughs) So the first point is you got to pay attention enough to know how, how your spouse uh, communicates that you have to pay attention. And, um, and and we talked about there's two different things. There's needs and wants. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we can um, we can get those mixed up. I think you need to be generous in both, both. those categories. Right. But needs are very different than wants. Right. So um, so I there's some things I need. I need socks. Mm-hmm. 
and I have an ample amount of socks in my sock drawer. Yeah. But if <laughs> proportionate all- to the number of feet that you have, correct. <laughs> so if, if I, if all I get is socks though, uh, that's disproportionate to what, <laughs> what, I, what I, what I would actually desire as well. Right. And so, um, so let's talk about that for a second. So both of us really, there, there's times in our life where we need to be critiqued about some things right. and, and, and we sign up for that. And we want to know. Right. Um, but if all we got was critique. Yeah. Right. It's uh, I think that's part of the relationship, having a good relationship, you know, with your spouse or again with other people is um, just being open and able to communicate. Well, the critique, like you said. Yeah. But then the other part of that is knowing when to be proportionately um, generous with your words yeah. to be able to build them up as well. Yeah. So personality wise. So if you're, if you're a, a one on the Enneagram or, or you're somebody that is very into details and, and you can, and you can see what's wrong with everything on the planet, uh, you, ha- you have to understand that you may be bent towards critique. Mm-hmm. That may be just your knee jerk right. towards everything. And, and so, um, so realizing that that's necessary, mm-hmm. we, we want to get better. We right. want to, we want to produce better things. But you can't land there every time. And so the, so to balance that gener, you can be very generosity with criticism, yeah. very, very, very generous, generous with criticism. And, and some people are good at that. That's fine. But you realize you have to balance that with a desire of your spouse, um, maybe for quality time where there isn't any critique or, or, or acts of service or, you know, one of those five love languages that's not, you know, what, what you, what your knee jerk is. Right. And so, um, so I realize that, that the, there's needs and desires and we need to be generous on both of them. And we'll get into that more with kids as well. But desire is a huge, I wrote this, wrote it like this. I need to be critiqued to grow, but I need to be, I need a pat on the back every now and then to stay in the game. Mm-hmm. And so really figuring out with your spouse what that pat on the back looks like. Right. It's, it's not the same for everybody. It's not. And, and it's different for you than it is for me. Right. How you receive that pat on the back. Right. You know what I was just thinking is that for you, it's words. For me, it's action. Yeah. And I just thought that was kind of a cool combination. It just hit me for the first time, like kind of words without actions or actions without words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so what what comes naturally to me, what what might be complimenting her, mm-hmm. not taking out the trash. <laughs> that's why we had kids. Uh, oh, but so I have to realize that's a knee jerk for me to just give a compliment to her. And, and, but that's not, that's not what she necessarily desires. So I have to be generous in a way that she receives it. Right. So I can't, I can't re-gift something that I like and just give it to her just mm-hmm. because I've, I've got a bunch of it. Right. Uh, I have to understand how she communicates and be able to be generous in that area. And that's the key. Mm-hmm. Not begrudgingly saying, well, I guess I'll spend some time with you today or check it off the check list. It off the list. Right. You can't do that. No, but actually get it to the point of generosity where it's overflowing, mm-hmm. where, where it's more than expected. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not generous unless it's, unless it's Is more in abundance. Yeah. Right. In abundance. And so, Giving your spouse enough compliments just to keep them going or spending enough time with them just to keep them going is a, is a train wreck. Right. So two of the, um, two of the books that, well, you alluded to the love languages and then there's the love and 
uh, his needs, her needs, yeah. where they talk about banks and tanks. So love tank, yeah, love yeah, bank. Yeah. So um, this is going to work in your marriage. It's going to work with your kids. It's going to work with your friends. Yeah. So, you know, if it's full, that's fine. But when it starts to pour out and when you start to receive benefit is when it's overflowing. Yeah. yeah. Not just, oh, I'm good. It's about half. Yeah. You know, it's good. It'll get us to the store and back. So. So this goes into some some things we talked about last week about preferring others before yourself and humbling mm-hmm. yourself and all right. those things. And and I believe that God can equip us in order to be generous and things that we may not even that may not even come natural to us. Right. And so really in a in a marriage relationship it's about saying, okay, my godly calling is to put the other person first. Mm -hmm. So not just to prefer them, but, but then figure out what they need and desire and then generously give that to them. Generously give that. Like like we said, don't, don't just begrudgingly say, well, I mean, I gave you a compliment this month. What what else do you want? Well, or, or not just this month or Say the same thing every time. He's like, well, okay, I've got these words. That's hard for a non-words of affirmation person. So it would be very easy to say, you look really nice today. You look really nice today. You look really nice. You know, in that, so that doesn't help either. You can press the easy button and get that. Right. Yeah. It's like those little buttons that Emma's got the dog going for. (laughs) So really take some time to think about this. Mm -hmm. And maybe, maybe your relationship is, isn't as strong as you want it to be. And, um, and m- maybe you're thinking, well, I'll just sit down, let them have it. I'll just sit down, lay it off. Why don't you try just being generous for, a, for a few weeks, for a month or two, a generous in the way your spouse, you know, would receive it well. Right. What lights them up, you know, at Christmas time? What, mm-hmm. what really gets them motivated? And it, and it probably isn't going to be something that comes natural to you. Mm-hmm. That's it, the key. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Pretty Probably not, not going to be something that comes no. natural to you. So honoring your spouse, preferring them, um, requires us really to know them well enough to do that. And so we just wanted to, to encourage you. We're going to talk, uh, we're going to talk about this with kids here in a mm-hmm. second. Um, just really wanted to encourage you take some time to really reflect and think about how your spouse communicates those things and then be generous towards them. Um, if it's gifts, Good. Go out and buy them something. If it's time, clear your calendar. If it's compliments, if it's compliments, say something that you haven't said in a while. Mm-hmm. Just give them a compliment. If it's if it's what they call acts of service, go out and do something nice for them. Um, and then figure out how to keep that going enough to just fill them up to overflowing. And here's what I know. Here's what I know after a quarter century of being with you is that if I do that well enough, I, I, it ends up reciprocating back to me. So, um, so there you go. Take a few, take a few moments this week just to think about that and maybe put up just a few things into practice and, um, be curious to know how that works out. See you next time.